Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers. Such down under... I'm Matty Peverell with Marky D, Marky Davison, as always. How you going, mate? Hey, mate. What's going on? We're coming near the uh, near the end of the show. Well, not not this show, but like out. Our... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done, guys. <laughs> Thirty seconds in here. See you later. Two, four, six, eight. Bogging. Oh. Don't wait. See you later. Oh. Out the door. J Devils only just got here. His first in is almost every week. He's like, "What? You're leaving? What's happening?" I said that like wrong. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, our time here on uh, BTSC or the, the uh, Steel Curtain Network, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, right? Uh, so our time's coming up. We've got like, two more shows to go, which is uh, kind of cool, exciting, uh, a bit teary-eyed too as well. But it's um, I don't know, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of like our our contract is running out, like like we are on that uh, rookie deal. So it's very interesting. Yeah, expiring free agent. Um, that's it. That's it. But look, good to have Claude Bishop, just me in the live chat as well. Um, I think J-Devil's already hit the like button, the love button, whatever, whatever the heart is. I think it's the like button. Um, and or maybe it was someone else in the chat, but, you know, obviously hit that like button. And yeah, Mark, you're right. Like <laughs> second last week, I think next week we're going to have to have all the highlights, all the pizza podcasts and the cartoon characters. Still pizza the- podcast now. We might as well. We're in the off season. <laughs> it's great. I mean, nothing, no, nothing like- big. What? You know what? I can tell you, you can prep this from now during the show. You can prep a wheel. Like next week, we can do a wheel oh, of pizza I, 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 flavings. We can do a wheel of pizza pizza toppings. 
You were, like, what do you mean like when you say, okay, this, this is, the, I think we had the argument before. You're saying pizza toppings are like individual like toppings or you're saying like actual pizzas that are like uh, known around the world, like a uh, barbecue chicken and, and bacon or something like that. What do you mean? Do you mean yeah, like individual like, toppings? Like meat lovers or pepperoni. Right, 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 right. Not like, not like, you know, capsicum and ham and pineapple and, you know. Right. Well, ham and pineapple is one. That's good. It's called the old Hawaiian. Uh, <laughs> Sold, sold a few of those. I, I mean, I'm a pizza expert. I worked for Pizza Hut for nine years until they fired yeah, me. All right, we'll save for next week. Or <laughs> oh, classic. Look, you know, it is like, awesome. I can make dough. I can make dough within like 30 minutes. Easy. Flat. Bang. 45 like, done. All right. Yeah, man, I was kidding. The mi- they these these hands, the mate. These hands. They should employ you at the mint. What's that? The mint, where they make the money. You said you that's, can make dough that's in 30 terrible. minutes. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, that's it, mate. All right. Well, it is the off season now. Officially, Super Bowl's over. I've got Bengals tears in this glass right here. Is um, that wine? <laughs> no, nah, it looks more yellow on camera. It's actually really. What orange. is that? It's, it's hydrolite. It's like. Uh, oh, I yeah. thought you having a few sherbets in the morning at nine a.m. <laughs> yeah, having a few sherbets. <laughs> that's it, mate. Driven to drink. That's well. I want to get into that this week. There's been some sort of fanfare around, this, like from I've seen around there in Steeler. Internet community is what I'm going to start calling it. Eric Bieniemy looking for a new job. Yeah, People are like, how is he not coming in into the Steelers and you keep Matt Canada? <laughs> like, what the heck? Well, did Rooney say that he has trust in Canada? I guess isn't isn't that the thing? Like, yeah, but you know what I found interesting, and I think you so you could still see a change. The way they worded it was. We, we have trust that Canada basically will be able to build because Kenny Pickett built, like, you know, we developed as the season went on. I'm kind of like, so did Canada, Canada Bennett benefit Bennett? Did Canada benefit from Pickett or did Pickett benefit from Canada? And I'm pretty sure that Canada benefited from Pickett because Trubisky was doing jack all before that. Yeah, that's a big time. Um uh, I'm not. I don't know. I I just hope that, but like we said, I think a, a few podcasts ago, the the decision they made doesn't come back to bite them. Uh, you know, September 25th when they're zero and four or zero and three. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 I I trust it. Like, I'm not a big fan of Canada's player, but hopefully he can open up the offense and really start to do some damage with the players that he has and with the draft we have and Calvin Olsen coming back. So, uh, I hope something has. I, I hope something happens there. Jed Devil. It would be cool to make him the senior offensive assistant like Flora's title on defense. I'd just employ him, but yeah, you know. I do think that consistency is important. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to jump into this, you know, Matt thinks Eric, you know, kind of should go for Eric Bianami. Like that's, that's not it. I, I just don't know how you go and you do at least talk to the guy because mm. like, what if he goes into a bad situation in a coaching staff and that coaching staff gets sacked? And what if Canada does have a crap year? And then it's 2024 and we're looking for an OC again. I don't know. I just, I just think you... That's, that's, that's the thing. I don't think... like The Steelers obviously made the decision. They went with their guy. I don't think they went out and sourced any other any other uh, coaches out there for the job. So they're putting all their eggs in one basket, aren't they? And saying, this, this is going to be the way we go now. So um, is that your dog that's in the background? That's why I think I, I like what um, <laughs> Jay Devils... Sorry, I'm trying to like move my dog, not by... Um, <laughs> I like that's why I like what Jed was saying though, where it makes sense is like even if you're set on Canada right now, you bring the enemy in, Canada's not working out, you make the swap, you know, when the, if they're zero and four. I don't think your they dog can't likes be zero Canada. and four. I think your dog hates Canada. I think he's, he does. He's, 
He's, he's never done this on a podcast before when he's been in the room. He does. He, does. he doesn't like he it. Doesn't like <laughs> no, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing that, but I just, I just don't know if it's going to happen. I don't, the, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't think, do those kind of things. Of course, they got Flores in that situation, but wouldn't wouldn't uh, Eric be trying to – I can never say his last name. Eric be finding a job where he's offensive coordinator. Why would he be taking it? Well, yeah, because he wants to call the plays. This is the thing. So, yeah, that's where it's not going to necessarily work. But, like <laughs> – That happened to me yesterday. I can't do podcasts. Uh, he bark- the thing is, he's barking right now because you guys can't hear the other dog that's going off who never gets told to shut up. It's like My neighbor told me to shut up yesterday doing a podcast. I couldn't believe it. I'm in my own house. So they, yeah, they told me to shut up outside. We're living in a comp like a you know, strata complex and uh, they're outside. And I hear this, you, can, you, can you shut up? And I was like, man, I went off my rocker. Like, she said oh, put boy. a terrible towel in it and shut up. <laughs> Just, just, a, just the crazy See, life that I live in. He's in his little bed and he's trying to be asleep like a good boy. Like this is the thing, you know. This is what's distracting. At this time of year, there's a lot of distracting things. But Mark, I, I kind of was sort of sitting here thinking, Super Bowl's over, things are mm-hmm. changing, one twenty two is done. Um, I saw a post on Instagram this morning. Apparently, Steelers are looking at a long term deal for Cam Sutton, so that's cool. But Ooh. all different things: there's draft, there's free agency, there's coaching stuff. What do you think should be the number one focus for the Pittsburgh Steelers right now? I got a really e- easy answer. And there's no way you, you thought I was going to say this. Okay. Uh, holidays, take time off. <laughs> like, like, Mark, honestly, back it, man. To take a, like, well, maybe not for the front office. I don't think the front office can afford <laughs> to take holidays right now. But I think the team, the players, should be chilling, relaxing, yeah. getting just, fresh. Just, I know they, I know they're they're in the limelight. They make all the money and stuff like that. But they do put their body through, you know, uh, strenuous activities and they, they do play pretty crazily. And it's like, it's all part of the job, right? Take time off, take time away from football for the next, you know, I don't know what month or so. Enjoy time with the family because it's going to be a big season again. It really is, right? And we have to get, of course, in preparation, you've seen, uh, I think, Kenny Pickett throw on the football. So what I mean, like, don't take time off and sit on the couch, but like take time off, enjoy the off season, basically. As a, as a Pittsburgh Steelers player, that's what I want to see the players do. Enjoy the off season. Don't do what Tommy Turbo did for our Manly Seagulls. Run down, chase someone down uh, in uh, the middle of Manly and, and pull his uh, ACL. You know, don't just do silly stuff. But uh, yeah, I think take time off and just enjoy. And then in a matter of months, man, we're back at it. In one month's time, it's going to be free agent football, right? It's going to be free agent football and we're back at it. So as Manny goes away for a little bit, um, but that, that that's for me. They should be focusing on themselves, improvement. Um, taking time off, and then for the front office stuff, if you want to focus on something, they got to get ready for the drafts, right? They got to get ready for the fringe stuff, get ready for the draft, and that's it's daily activities, you know. They don't really have too much time off, but they've been doing this for a long time, man, a long, long time. So I don't know if you if you agree with that, but I think the players, you know, we we'll, we'll these players to do everything, but they got to take some time to go on holiday. I think yeah. I saw Spillane like go to South America or something. He was doing planking. <laughs> yeah, you've got to, you've got to like, you've got to, you've got to like, take the mental break. I think you're right. And, and I think doing that as well, like you've got to, like everything in that front office right now but should be focused on those free agents coming up, those draft prospects, not worrying wow. about necessarily what's going on with the team. And I think it was a pretty tough season. It was pretty emotionally taxing. Like even when mm-hmm. you hear the players talk about the, the fact they thought they were never out of it, TJ was like, we were just getting started as the season finished, all the rest of it. Like, you think about all those things, the mental, like the mental strength for this team to bounce back and come back in and, and win, you know, uh, win down the stretch, win like, what was it, seven out of the eight games 
Like that's a, that's a massive deal and it takes a toll, right? We want them to come back. There's no like hangover from the pre from like 2022 when we start the 2023 season. So I back you completely on that. Yeah. And particularly because I want them to get working once the free agents are signed, once the draft prospects are there, I want them to go full speed ahead, right? I want them to go charging in. You even think on so many levels, right? With like, you know, the first season with that big bend, that transition, uh, even even the impact mm. of Dwayne of Dwayne of Dwayne it's Haskins. A great take. It's a great yeah. take. But that, that's one season with that big bend. The impact of uh Dwayne Haskins passing, that's huge on these players too. You know, the also the impact on uh um the the legends, the legend that Franco Harris passed away right near the end. Now that's going to affect the player, it's going to affect the coach, affect the organization. So they had to get through all that. So we had two big deaths in the in the Steeler fam- family. That, that, that was like, you know, all, and they're both really shocking at the same time. And Trubisky was going down there to lead the way. And then that happened with, with Haskins and it was awful, right? Now in this offseason, I hope everything goes to plan and fine and everyone's safe and healthy. But like that does affect the players. And and mm. and going back to the football sense though, without Big Ben, like we we have done okay. I think it's still have done okay to be nine and eight and then and have a new chance to go back to the playoffs. Like like so many teams in the NFL are struggling to find uh, a franchise quarterback or the next guy after their guy. Some guys never have a guy, right? E.g. the Browns, mm. never. And here we are getting Big Ben to Kenny Pickett, and that's nothing wrong with that. It's fantastic. There are now there are now no uh, as many goes away for a little bit. In my opinion, there are now no. Uh, like issues in the off season to me and let me know what you guys think in the chat to me it's going to be Kenny Pickett is going to be QB number one there should be no quarterback controversy um at all but whereas last year in 2022 we had Big Ben uh and Maddie's back we had Big Ben going away right we had a quarterback controversy we didn't know who the quarterback number one was going to be we 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 thought Trubisky we thought possibly it could have been Haskins before he, he sadly passed we thought it could have been Mason Rudolph having a shot but now we know in 2023, it's going to be uh, Kenny Pickett. So the focus can also just be on Kenny Pickett and building around him too. This is not a bad situation to be a Steel fan. I, I, I think a lot of Steel fans complain we don't make playoffs, we don't make this. We legit just moved from one, from one big bend to a young quarterback who's 25 years old, who loves the team and loves the city, and here we are. You there, Maddie? <laughs> oh... I think Maddie's internet's blown up or something. Uh, J Devil says Kenny is our guy. We ride with him unless he unless he proves otherwise. One hundred and ten percent. He's into his second year, and Kenny's going to be the guy. I think. And if he does play poorly in next year or the year after, then you find a different situation. But right now, Kenny is the guy. Uh, great one says Kenny's the guy. But yeah, we're extremely lucky we're getting Kenny right. Exactly right. Like Kenny is a young player. He can always get better. Uh, we saw him get better down the stretch. And I know a lot of people are complaining about playoff wins and this kind of stuff. And and uh, yeah, I think he is a great one. And no, my internet, my internet. I've been I've been here. My internet's oh, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah, even and Coach Drake too, right? But it's not that bad for a Steelers organization to be a fan as well. Like to have promising signs where all these other teams are rebuilding all the time. You know, the, the Browns should have built a palace by now. Like they they keep rebuilding and knocking things over. We're built the whole city. We're in a good situation. They've never won a Super Bowl. Like, let's really go down this way. They've never won a Super Bowl. They've won a championship in like 1957. They had like 20, 20 quarterbacks in, in in 20 years, 30 quarterbacks, right? It's just it boggles my mind that like the Steelers are now 
back at it and we have a good defense, get healthy. TJ Watt going out last year affected so many things. He's our best player. He's our best player on the team. And, and, and he affected – and he went out, what, seven games? We lost like six of them. So if we have him, we have a chance of a playoff. So, so I want to I wanna ask you that as well. Like, do you think the team – I want this to feed into the narrative that you were talking about with the team taking time off. Time off. Do you think that they need to actually get a little bit more mentally stronger than that? I'm not going to for a second <laughs> – like, I'm not going to for a second say that, the, you know, the impact TJ has on the field because – of the pressure he puts on the opposition's offensive line, you've got a scheme against him, all these different things. Like obviously has an impact on the field. He's not in the defensive player of the year candidate year in, year out for, for any, like, any other reason. But does it worry you that the Steelers right now, literally now, and as I said, you've talked about all the different things that they've had going on off the field, transitioning from Big Ben, all these different leadership. But does it trouble you that the Steelers, this current Steelers team, really can't do it without TJ? Like, I think they're going to have to get better than this because what happens down the stretch if you're, you know, six and, let's say you're six and four, six and five, and TJ has a three-week injury? Oh, we didn't make the playoffs because TJ was out. Do you know what I mean? Like, I need, I need to see more from this team where, now, as I said, this year was very different. Rookie quarterback, you know, no Ben, um, you know, there was uh, the, the team wasn't as good as it had been in previous years. The money and things people like to it, Alawalu is old. Like all these different things, the wide receiver room wasn't like I don't think wasn't as good as what some of us sometimes were really all that hype we had during the season and about and for it didn't come to fruition. Najee had the injury to start the year. Like I just I feel like this team you had your your sort of your um, free pass year. Now, now you got to now you got to get better than yeah. that. They, and, and the same point too. They probably do need to, you know, when they're building their identity. And I, I do agree with the the, the some of the the Tomlin or Fire Tomlin crew saying, you know, that we're not winning playoff games. And you, you do have to go and to some certain point, you do have to try and extend that, you know, uh, part you know, pass further than just making or going even. Like then, then why else are you in the business to to just go five hundred? You know, but at the same time, I think we're going through something where Big Ben near the end was getting older, slower, and wasn't the same Big Ben. They were transitioning into a new new era, but it, it seems like a, a quicker transition than before. But you are right. TJ Watt goes down. What's behind him? Right? What, I don't know what's behind TJ Watt. There's Alex Highsmith, and there's no one really else behind that. So, And then losing losing all those games, I think he's what? Is, is he won? Have we won one game without him or something like that? It's something ridiculous, isn't it? No, uh, it's it's a bit more than it's a bit more than that. I mean, it was two games. Uh, let's see. Still, yeah, I'll look it up. Steelers wins without TJ. Uh, I, I think. I think. Uh, oh, it's one and ten. Yeah, <laughs> that's bad, right? So that that is that is a, that is an issue in in the club. Pretty much, your best player goes down. We all know that, and then the season's pretty much done. So what happens? What happens after that? But. And, but and this is the thing. The, the, so, I mean, there's a bit of this discussion in the live chat now, like draft Sam says draft a backup edge and upgrade from Malik Reed. Agree. You and I have a show going out on the new channel, um, you know, and that should we'll little go out today, um, today or tonight if you're in the US, um, around top five positional needs. And like I think you said to me on that that you know, edge is definitely up there. What is it the for you, the third or fourth, fourth priority position, isn't it? 
I think it was your mind or your outside linebacker was, I think, four for me. Yeah. But but it all depends on TJ if he goes down or not. And it all depends on free agency too and what people are getting paid, what they're not. Like that's the so, thing too. It's like, is are you gonna be able to pick someone up that's the depth piece? But I, I feel like they've got to get someone young, even if they re-sign Highsmith. I feel like we keep trying to get like, you know, <laughs> the guy on the bar on the on the massive discount or the trade that the player doesn't want, you know, that I mean, like we've tried the Taco Charltons, we've tried the Malik Reeds. I think they've got to get someone fresh that they can like indoctrinate in that Steelers pass rush way, um, someone they can develop. Uh, because you're gonna have to 17 games is before TJ games. retires, it'll be 18 games. You've got oh, yeah. to rotate that's, that's the coming. snaps. That's You've coming got to rotate sure. the snaps. Mm. And it's too much on two players. You need three guys constantly. That's what it is. And I, I agree here with uh, with where 21 here says, imagine 22 was a rebuild, retool year, yeah. and with a positive record. I, I agree with 100%, right? Oh, 100. But, I'm 100 on that train. I'm not, it's not a negative train. Yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm just like... Yeah, but that's but that's the point. You had your free pass year and you got to nine wins. Like, and it's not it's not bad, is it? Like there are teams. Like I said, remember teams when we went through out. the record a few weeks back, like with Mike Tomlin. And the reality is, is that the Steelers don't like as we said. Was it wasn't it something like twelve years out of like eighty out of ninety years we've had a team that's finished with more than eleven wins? Like, yeah, you know, like nine wins is not a bad effort when you think about it. Like yeah, I, I like I. I do look at the whole thing. I I see it as like the Super Bowl is really hard to win. So I see like it, last season to me was a successful season. One, I had fun watching the Steelers, and I know we didn't make it because things happened, right? But I see it as like Najee played well, Kenny played really well. I see little in, individual achievements, you know, Jalen Warren getting his first TD. That's what I kind of see. Connor Hayward getting his first TD. I, I see that those things, but I understand at the overall collective that Steelers fans want our team to win the Super Bowl, 110%. That's the goal, right? So maybe next year, you know, the focus is to getting that, getting to the playoff and winning a game. That can be a focus, you know? But Coach Tom and all those coaches are preaching that the whole time anyway. They're not going there to lose. They're going there to win. And I think next year that can happen. They can get a chance to go the wild card and hopefully win 10, 11 games um, with, a, with a better side on offense and on defense. But health is a factor. So the great one... The great one brings up a point here um, with this cranky Wazowski icon. And like, <laughs> I understand this. I do understand this. Like we haven't won a playoff game since 2016 and that's the longest streak now. See, nor the streak has to end. Like I think in 2017, it really hurt. We didn't have a good enough cornerback in the secondary. I think that really hurt. But I sort of sit there. I'm like, it's all like the rest of the NFL goes, oh yeah, it's about winning on the rookie deal. And you know, that when it's an older quarterback, it gets harder. They got to do more, blah, blah, blah. That's gets to be the, I don't want to say excuse, but that's what a lot of teams, you know, you come out and that's the sort of the narrative of, oh, it's harder for them. Big Ben was one of those first quarterbacks. Big Ben was on significant money out of the cap. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd like to try and get the time this off season to dive into that. But if you actually look at it, I have seen charts, you know, even in the last three to six months where you look at the top players and what they were paid and, Big Ben took up a lot, a really large portion of the cap before, even before these quarterbacks were getting the 35, 40, 50 million dollar deals. Big Ben took up a massive chunk of cap and they couldn't do anything with that cap. Like they couldn't go out and get those top free agents. So we can sit there and say, oh, we like, well, you know, they haven't won this, they haven't won that. 
they were there and they had they had less resources to work with as well this is the thing like i i, I think this team is on the up that is that that trajectory one of your like to focus is though do you think i don't know obviously i'm someone that loves the draft a lot mm. um like a real lot actually like i really do love it but <laughs> the and and but i still have sort of given it always a bit of an equal footing to free agency i feel like free agency in recent years with just the way it's been you know for me personally i'm like no nah, i'm still more focused on the draft because i don't think the answers are there in free agency particularly for a team that doesn't necessarily splash that big catch they will have more money this year though mm. do you i don't know how do you go about weighing up the two are they like two halves to a whole is one more important than the other like, like uh I don't know because, if one, one one is more important than the other, but you're right, right. The Steelers don't make those big splash plays or for, for the big names like the Jalen Ramsey, who has been a rumor to us, right? But maybe that's the reason why we have a chance to, to be the, the, the rebuild. Jalen Ramsey. People should, but the, that's what I'm hearing, and, that. and that's what I'm saying. Like How? The guy's on contract. He's turning 28. Bob Labriola talked about this. He's exactly right. The guy's like a three-time All-Pro. He's going to be 28. He's on a massive deal. So you got to, even if he gets cut, you still want to then compete with everyone else. He's not coming to the. What are we gonna? What do we want to trade? Do, but this, this is what I'm saying, right? Like, the, the Steelers don't make these big moves, and we're always like disappointed, but we kind of know what's going to happen. And then, but you look at the results of like the one year rebuild, a retooling year. Now we have uh, a good offensive line that's that's turned around. Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, the one-two punch. George Pickens. Deontay, I think, will stay, and I think he will be. Uh, I think he will be uh, um, a factor next year, right? We have we have things moving forward rather than going and spending all that big money and, and then wasting all the money, like like what the Browns do with Watson, right? Spend all that money, or the, what the De- what Denver did and spend all that money on Russell Wilson. Now they had a really bad year because of that, but the Steelers don't do that. But maybe that's why we went nine and eight, and we have a chance to retool, rebuild so fast, and you're back at it. You know, whereas you waste all the money, then you're just in a, in a, uh, a cycle of, of doing the exact same thing over and over, and you're on a cycle of losing too. So I, I say bring in the players who you need to bring in, but at, at a cheap price, at a good price. That's it. That's it. Well, I can tell you, if you look at NFL history, the most highly paid players are Tom Brady. Now, obviously, he's played a couple of years on. Aaron Rodgers, he's on a massive, massive deal, like when Ben was on the end of his. Matt Stafford. And right, like they had to pay him. Matt Ryan, Drew Brees, and then Ben Roethlisberger. Like, and remember Ben Roethlisberger's career earnings, like he started a lot younger than all of them as well. And I know quarterbacks got paid a lot, but like when they versus the rookie wage scale, but like I'm sorry, like he and also Tom Brady had what played an extra six or seven years compared to Ben when you total it all up. Maybe it's maybe it's five or six, but like this is the thing that's gonna take a massive chunk of your cap. We got a question here from Brian Brown, and I, and I, uh, I guess we agree to disagree. I think the offensive line is good. Uh, I think that they they proved themselves in the last half of the, the season. Brian Brown says, "Are we calling the offensive line good now?" I don't. I know. would call them top. I'd call them top. I think they're good, man. I'm not top saying they're 20, great. Top twenty-two. I, I I don't think that. I I'll put it this way: they're not a minus for the Steelers, but they're not a plus. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, but the, but I'm not saying they need to be great. What do you rank it out of A to F? A to F. I think a, I think a B. 
I think they're, minus, do, I think they're yeah. doing they're do, doing their job, mate. Like last year, they improved the run game tenfold from the from the buy. Uh, Pat Meyer and those fellas, and they've just started to to come together. And also, even the the camaraderie of being around together for ninety nine percent of the snaps. I think they're not the best one out, the flashy one out there. They can make mistakes, but I'm not saying that they're they're a horrible offensive line, and we need to sack them all. I think they're good, and they can get better. So I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Reginald Rivers has an interesting take. It's going to be hard for him to win a Super Bowl with the crowded AFC quarterbacks. I yeah, don't disagree, true. but like, I, at the same time, like... That, that damn Burrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen. They're, they're all beatable on their day. I, I stick to what I've what, yeah. what I've said to a few people, you know, in my world this week. If you played that Super Bowl three times, I reckon the Eagles win two of them. Well, okay, here's a question. Why do you think the, the fans of the NFL put these guys up so high? Because I've seen Josh Allen play some really bad games and throw picks, and we've beaten him. Like, it's why do they do that? It's because it's the same reason why people tell me, all oh, the Steelers are, like, you know, doing terrible this year. I'm like, are they? Like, are you really think, like, think about it. Like, it's because a lot of people get they all watch highlight reels they all watch the mainstream nfl who all got these narratives to push like josh allen don't get me wrong he's a great quarterback i would love to have him on the Steelers. i know people have said he's a bit like a young ben a faster ben but josh allen's first three years in the league were awful like they were really bad like, I, I there were some serious year. concerns about him like accuracy even with the arm power it was like he can't he can't hit certain people in certain throws he didn't have that movability like it takes time. And and this stupid narrative this week about, you know, uh, Derek Carr should be starting over Kenny oh Pickett by Fox Sports or whatever it was. This is an example of how stupid that narrative is. It's like in three years, or even I reckon next year, you are going to look, I think even now, because Kenny Pickett beat Derek Carr in Pittsburgh. Like, it's a, it's a very silly narrative. Let people develop. And that's what I like about Sam Oliver's comments. Don't trade for big names all the time. Build a team from the draft and re-sign them if they're worth it. That's exactly that's, that's the way very, to win. And that's how the Steelers do it, right? That's how we've done it. Look at our Super yeah. Bowls. That's how we win it. But even the Chiefs, that's how the Chiefs won this Super Bowl. Creed Humphrey, hmm. Sky Moore, Patrick Mahomes, Trey Smith, Nick Bolton. Like, I can keep, I can keep going, right? Like, they got a bunch of guys that have contributed that they brought in themselves. They developed. That's how you do it because it's cheaper. That's the thing. And and the NFL should invest more in this. There should, that, I said this I think last week or whatever. I think there should be a element of the cap where you get it. There's discount or a certain amount of the contract, you know, goes off the books um, or doesn't count to the world the salary cap if they're homegrown. Like if you play five years in the league, you can take. So if they're like a fourth round. If they're a guy on a four-year contract, so not a first-rounder, if you sign them for a fifth year, you can take 5% off it. Maybe if it's for a multi-year deal, it's then you know 7% the next year, 10 the third year, 12.5% the next year. That's what they should do. They should encourage you know these franchise players that people build around. I got I got a question for you. I don't know if I should save it for the next the next uh, break or whatnot, but we'll, we'll tease a little bit. Do you think there's a, there's a lack of talent in the NFL uh, at, at, the, at the quarterback level? Because why 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 are we saying that Derek Carr is he's going to go around all these teams now and say I want to play for this guy I want to play for that guy I don't think Derek Carr is that special and now he's like the the, the off season free target like the, the hot topic well let's like, let's let's go to let's go to a break on Steelers touchdown under and I'll answer your <laughs> question after the break. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. Um, yeah, I think... I don't know if it's like a talent. I think... I think a lot of guys have contracts that mean that what happens is how do I put this? You've got two. You've got two. You've got two, two. I think schools of thought that play into this, and it's if you're if the Steelers do this. If you're a first rounder, you got drafted in the first round for a reason. So, and I'm saying and they do this with like guy for agents they bring in, like a Carl Joseph. They're like, look. I really liked you, or like a William Jackson. We really liked you. Your first rounder. Let's bring you in and see what you can do. We'll get you through a trade or cheap or whatever it is, right? So there's there's that aspect of it, and then there's the aspect of someone's on a big contract. You can't move them, and so therefore they're going to get a certain amount of chances. The only like there are teams that there's this con- it's constantly win now. It's constantly about revenue. So teams give up all this trade capital to bring in these sorts of guys. Like look at what was given to get Stafford over there. I think it's, and it's kind of a perpetuating problem. And I feel like it's going to get worse before it gets better because of this guaranteed money. Like, look at the guaranteed, like, you know, it's not about Derek Carr. Even. I heard a narrative this week that it was about biggest, the biggest challenge this offseason, the biggest story will be Lamar Jackson. <laughs> like, will be Lamar Jackson because are you going to give him over two hundred million in guaranteed money? You're just not. I'm waiting for that. Uh, what was that? Um, that ad uh, in the states? It's like sit Ubu sit, good dog. Do you remember that one? <laughs> Does anyone remember that? I don't know. Did I say it right? When the the dog comes over with a plate, it's like some ad for CBS or something like that. I don't know. He's been an absolute buffoon today. So yeah. bloody buffoon. Absolutely. Uh. No, nah, Brian says it's Mark's koala. No, nah, it's 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 Maddie's koala. Koala bear barking. Um, I don't know. The, the, but the reason why I said like okay, look, I, the reason why I said it is then is that you know no real talent for the quarterbacks. Like what I'm trying to say is like they're gonna they're going to hype up Derek Carr as like one of the best guys to go go and be the franchise guy for the next team. Mm. And I don't think he's, he's he's that good. That's what I'm trying to say. Is he the new hot ticket this off season? Right. This is, and you know, this is the problem. This is the problem. I think you've hit the nail on the head. And I mean, you and I could talk about this for hours. It's like, because this win now thing situation, players don't get to develop like they used to. They don't get red shirt years like Mahomes did very often. Right. They also don't, in college, if they don't start, 
They go in the transfer portal now and they go somewhere else. They don't, people aren't, the, the quarterbacks aren't developing. I don't think we're going to see the general, like, you know, the names I just read on that list, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Matt, even Matt Ryan, right? Drew Bees, because not every good quarterback wins a Super Bowl. Not every good player wins a Super Bowl, right? So now Matt Ryan's in that boat. Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning, Philip Rivers. Those guys, we're not going to see a cohort that takes the NFL by storm for 15 years like those guys. Well, that's that's what They're I'm getting bona- at. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. I know that I know that's yeah. what you're saying. There's bona fide, whatever the, how many of those guys there are, 10 or 12 quarterbacks there that are Hall of Famers. I don't think in the era between 2018 and 2028, there's going to be, or even 2030, there's going to be 12 Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I don't think there is. Let's do a quick exercise, right? A quick one take. And I'm, I'm going to read off uh, some of these names, right? And you're going to tell me yes or no, or like they can win a Super Bowl. Can, can Zach Wilson win a Super Bowl? Mm-mm. No. Can Davis, Mills, can Davis Mills win one? No. Uh, Matt Ryan? No, he's done. Tyler Heineke? Uh, as a backup on a good team, but not as a starter. Yeah. Deshaun Watson. You're making my point already. Deshaun Watson, right? No, no. Russell Wilson. Uh, maybe he's won one before, so let's put him in the middle. Okay, right? one. Mac Jones. No. Marcus Mariota. No. Sam Donald. We'll go faster. No. <laughs> Matthew Matthew Stafford. He's done. He's got. Ah, uh, yes. Another, if he, another one. If, if he's the one that if he's the one that goes to the Jets, I actually think they 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 can they could do something. But right. yes. Who? Uh, Andy Dalton. Nah. Derek Carr. Nah. Uh, Ryan Tannehill. I'm doing them nah. all. Let's just go. <laughs> Daniel Jones. No. Oh, I actually say yes with Daniel Jones on the right team. Yes. I, I don't mind Daniel Jones. I think they. I think New York stuffed his development up. But yeah. Okay, I'll give you that one. That's three. Uh, Kurt Cousins. No. Nah. Kyler Murray. He's got the talent to do it. He doesn't have the what's required between the ears, like to focus and do it. Right. Brock Purdy, Aaron Rodgers, and Justin Fields, all three and one. <laughs> Brock Purdy, no. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's going to win another one. And Justin Fields, uh, if Justin Fields is on another team, maybe, but no, not in the current state. Right. Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, and Geno Smith. You see where I'm going with this? And then there's, only, there's a few more left. But what I'm saying is there's they're, they're going to hype up Derek no, nah, I don't. I don't yeah, who you know would you say? Mean? And Geno Smith, no. Lamar Jackson. There's only a few good quarterbacks. Who I don't see it with Lamar Jackson. I don't. I don't, I don't think in a 17, 18 game season he's going to win the Super Bowl. I just, and they, I, they do this though with the big contracts, with the with the big contracts with Deshaun Watson and give him all this money. And then the next guy gets it. Lamar Jackson's going to get paid big money, right? And he's they're not. Maybe they're just not worth it. Maybe this is my point. Like with the guaranteed money part, you have to start them because you're giving guaranteed money. Like yeah, you can't right. have forty to fifty million of your salary cap. Not playing. So this, and where are the days of, you know, we had uh, Big Ben, Philip Rivers, Eli Manning, you know, Peyton Manning, those guys. I, I know we kind of have it with Mahomes. Uh, we have it with Josh Allen. You know, the top top three right now, or top four from this list I'm reading is Mahomes, Hertz, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen, which I can, they, they can all win uh, Super Bowls. Mark Mahomes reckons that, right? that Matt could. Okay, I'd, I'd, I'd just be surprised if Mac. Yeah, I'm just trying to say, like, I don't think all he's all going to be the starter in New England in three years' time. Jesus all the time. stuff now around Dirk, Derek Carr coming to Pittsburgh and leading to the playoffs is just all rubbish, man. He's an average quarterback that's been given a big deal, and like you said, they give him the big deal, and what do they have to do? They have to play them. 
They have to play Deshaun Watson, even though he right. stunk last. But year. it's the same. It's the same thing in <laughs> same thing in college, though. In college, because like, and 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 Sam Oliver talks about this in scouting. They get a four or five star recruit who sits there for a year or two, and, and now in the transfer portal right. goes, I don't want to play there anymore. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it's next a year perpetuating next problem. And look, right. I I get it, Brian. Like, because uh, I think Brian Brown said, yeah, he disagrees. It's a matter of time. I hope so too. Right, and if Pickett turns out to be good, well, then maybe, maybe fine. I, I just don't think. The other thing I think that's different as well. I don't see many quarterbacks that are in the league right now that are in their first three to five years are going to have a fifteen-year career. I think that narrative of a twenty-year career is going to go. They're not going to. It's too focused on the run game. Like Mahomes and Allen are probably the only guys in the league right now. Maybe I'm discounting some of the NFC, but. They're the only guys I think. Well, maybe Dak, maybe Dak, um, that I think you're going to have more than a 15 year career. Oh, that's just that's just how I see it. Right it's, now. It, it's even like Tua, right? What's going to happen with Tua and all the injuries and stuff like that? Tua will be lucky to get like, to another year. But what, what I'm saying is like Derek Carr's going to be so hot. Uh, so Burrow, I should have said now. Burrow. Burrow. I mean, I think Burrow, pure talent wise, is he he can win one. Like they can win one for sure, but I don't want them to. But like. With the guys, like I said, with Matt Ryan and Davis Mills, and even though he's a pretty good guy, he can be a good guy too. But like Marcus Mariota and these guys, that's that's just the level mid. There's more to me. There's more mid tier quarterbacks than there is actual elite ones, like we saw, you know, 15 years ago, right? That yeah, I mean, the and then like great one brings up Justin Herbert. I'm a big Herbert fan. I got to say, I didn't see a lot of much Chargers football this season, and a lot of people sort of like he didn't do this well, he didn't do that well. I don't think the coach they have right now helps him out at all, like that defensive sort of coach. I think it's there's a couple of considerations here. Is does Herbert sit on the Chargers who find a way to never win one or to stuff things up just when they look good? Or does he move on to somewhere else? Like before we if we before we draft a picket, I was like just thinking to myself, please bring in Justin Herbert. I, I'm a really good big fan of him. I, I just think he's going through a bit of an interesting or well, this will be his third year in the league i think it is or his fourth year in the league he's going through an interesting battle of like let's say he's like an 85 out of 100 or whatever in terms of his progression or even an 88 how does he get in how does he get that next five to seven percent to become really elite i think that's that's the challenge he's got um so uh, you know, but I do, I do, I do put him in that top bracket. I'm, I'm a big do, fan. Do you know where? Do you know where Pickett was? Because I was reading off an NFL uh, quarterback index, like the the ratings, right? Do you know where that Pickett lands? At what number? Have a guess. The quarterback rating index. Yeah, oh, like, like, like from like, from one one to thirty two. Uh like 12, 14. Uh twenty. He's twenty. Oh, I'm thinking to... down the stretch at the end because he's the start of the season. Yeah. But if you look at some of those last four to six games or something, I think he was in the top top 12, 14. Yeah, and, that, and that's a good thing. That's a good that's a good thing for our Steelers to have that guy. But I'm, I'm just saying, yeah, there's so much weight put on these big quarterback contracts. And, 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 and to me, it ends up like, you know, stuffing or it can stuff up the, uh, the team and, and just spend all the money there. And then they can't spend any, any money elsewhere. So... It's going to be very interesting for the Browns because they spent what two hundred million dollars for for a dude who can't throw. Yeah, hundred percent. I think I, I, good luck to him though. Like this is the thing that's <laughs> going to be the equalizer. Like I think this you're into you're in sort of two minds at the moment. If you're like Baltimore and what you're doing with Lamar, you're either giving up 
probably some success in the short term if you don't get sign Lamar. You're giving up success in the long term because he's going to be too expensive and he's going to stay off of the field injured mm-hmm. five games a year. The Browns have got all this money into Sean Watson and a lot of other players, and I think that's going to fall apart. They fire their coaches too quickly as well, so that'll happen to Stavansky. The whole the house of cards come crumbling down. Then Burrow, like Burrow's got the problem of right now on his rookie deal, they can't find the line they need mm. and to pay it like the defense as much as they'd like to pay them, I think. And then he's going to sign a top big contract. Like they pretty much have to invest. They've got to rely on there being awesome O-linemen every single draft, like at least five or six guys in the first round for the next three to four years. So, and that's big risk. Like it, I feel like we're in the best position, but the Steelers, the Steelers have to get it right. If, if this year's free agency, but particularly this year's draft doesn't go well. And I do worry right now, I will say this, the gap in their draft picks right now between it's like 120 and then I think it is, and then they don't pick till like 200. That's a problem. That's when a real, a good chunk of players go. I think you get, I would like to see, I would like to hope to see that you see some level of trading of picks or players go on that give them some picks in the middle there because I I worry there's a, there's a lot of talent you can get there, particularly in the depth of this draft at some, some of the positions and they're not in the mix to get that. That, that, that is actually a worry for me. Is it, a, is it a blessing and a curse for your quarterback to be great, knowing you have to go and pay them all that money? When it keeps getting higher and higher and higher. Is, is, that a, is that a good thing and a bad thing at the same time? I think Well, you want a good quarterback. I, like, I don't think – but you kind of – you kind of want a quarterback that, like, you want to pick at quarterback, right? You want to, like, mm. a pick at that is going to be in the top 10 or 12, but isn't necessarily going to command quite amount, that amount of mo- that much money unless you can put it on. Unless you have a super generational talent. Like, Mahomes, you, the benefit, right. they got rid of Tyreek Hill and they brought mm. in, like, a lot of young guys like Sky Moore, Juju's only 10 million, Kadarius Tony, they traded for him, Marcus Valdez Scantling, who really didn't have that a free agent market after him like they brought in the talent around him it was and i think you probably could someone could go out there and do the math it was probably you had almost all the wide receivers there costing less or a little only less than 20 percent more than tyree kills new contract right incredible mm. i mean they do have kelsey like that that's the other thing that's they true. do have kelsey right so and they've got a young very good defense like you actually go through the age of that defense there are some key people that are old, but there are a lot of young guys there. It is it is a big difference, and they stop the Eagles' offense. Um, but yeah, if you've got a quarterback that you want a top ten quarterback, and then you've got to see what you put around him. But if you're going to spend top five, even top seven, top eight quarterback money, or even if you you might get away with the top twelve quarterback, but if you're going to spend top five, top seven quarterback money, that player has to be able to win you. I reckon if you if you're playing 18 game season, I'm just assuming you are, including a playoff game, if even in a 17 game season, they've got to be able to win you five or six games on their own, or they're not worth that money. They're just not. Right. Yeah. It's, it's um. It's very. It's it's interesting, isn't it? Of course, like my homies is is, is the, the the best one out there right now, right? But I guess when your team starts doing well, you got you got to manage other areas too. Like you said, what's going to happen with Joe Burrow when he starts getting his big contract? Because he'll get a he'll get a huge contract, you know. And then they got where does all the other money go? But right. this is why, and Sam's alluded to it in his comments in the live chat. 
This is why the Steelers focusing on defense. A lot of people are like, it's not that league anymore. And it isn't. I mean, I, how many times have I said on this show, you've got to be able to score 30 points to win a Super Bowl mm. in the AFC? Like, you just, you, you know, because you've got to get through the playoffs and you've got to be able to put points up if your defense can't hold them. But it's not a bad strategy to put pressure on the people that the rest of the other teams are paying, particularly when you're, you, 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 you know, you're playing them twice a year. I do. I am really hopeful for years three and four with Kenny Pickett because I think that's when you still might have it, particularly year three, a Cam Haywood on the roster. You're still going to have your Cam Suttons. You see, TJ in his in his prime for sure. Like I, I, I'm really excited for 2023 because I think 2024 is that that that's Super Bowl window open for me. Like yeah, that's right. Me. That's that's the way I see it. Um, but look, I mean, Claude Bishop talks about signing and trading Lamar and then having picks and they know how to develop people. I, I just, the only person that really scares me in the draft if they signed him is Will Levis, because if they actually let Will Levis develop, they'd be really good. But they, the problem, the problem with Baltimore is, and you see it in the backup quarterbacks, they've built this team around Lamar being like winning a Super Bowl with Lamar. It's all tight ends. It's all these running backs. This O-line's very particular. They've invested all this money in like, if you don't have a Lamar type player, you have to redo that whole offense. And that's not a that's not an easy thing to do. Like that takes year on year on year. And you as much as they go to drafting, they had a bunch of draft picks that everyone had, even me, like a David a David Ajabo, you know, had all these like high hopes for, and they did nothing. Like even Carl Hamilton didn't do that much. Like Tyler Linderbaum was their best pick. Yeah, and I, I got hyped up too on Hamilton as well. So yeah, uh, like I, I don't get me wrong. Hamilton's Hamilton's not a bad player, but he's not a. He's did he do anything more than? He certainly didn't do anything more than Minka. Did he do anything more than Terrell? No, like Terrell costs so, two point four million dollars. So you uh you think uh Jackson signs with the the Ravens or does no. does the deal? No, I think he's going somewhere else. That's amazing, isn't it? Hmm. So then where he, wherever he goes, he might or maybe go to the Jets or someone like that. I don't know. QB needy team. I don't. Yeah, I mean the Jets seems like a, like a place for him. I think um, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, interesting dynamic. Then if he, if he doesn't sign, then the, what the Ravens have, I don't know who they're gonna get or go with Huntley. But then you have Watson and Burrow and Kenny Pickett. Like it's just you wouldn't have thought that two years ago. You know what I mean? Not that you know who's gonna get in the draft, but it's just changing, isn't it? The, the, the changing of the guard right now. Joe Burrow There's is the always going to be the changing of the guard. I think you can say the same thing about the interior defensive line. I mean, you know, we're going to see Arnold. Like, is Aaron Donald going to come back? I, I don't know. We hear that narrative each year. Your Cam Haywards will go in the years to come. Your Chris Jones, like all these guys, even your Grady Jarrett's. I don't know, like, um, how long they've got left in. Like, it, uh, it is always a changing of the guard, but I, I think this – quarterback is really interesting and like everyone was like oh whatever about Kenny Pickett like he fell to 20 I I mean in, look I asked this question if Kenny Pickett was in this year's draft obviously he'd be a year older so people would be down in there is Kenny Pickett a better prospect than Will Levis is Kenny like Will Levis has got potential asking the wrong guy <laughs> no, no I know but I'm just saying like Bryce yeah Bryce Young won a bunch of stuff but he's like I don't think he he won at a college level. I didn't see stuff there that translates to the NFL, and he doesn't have Kenny Pickett's. I tell you what, you know, high weight running game. Like maybe CJ Stroud's better than Kenny Pickett, but like 
I think I think the league made some serious. I think there are teams that picked ahead of the Steelers that made a massive mistake not drafting Kenny Pickett. When Kenny Pickett starts winning games in 23 and 24, like in those times, we're going to look back yeah. and go, wow, that was the right choice getting the him Saints, The Saints should have drafted Kenny Pickett. Yeah, and then not they're in a bit of trouble thing. too, right? Correct. So save themselves all the cap. I'm, yeah. It, yeah when, in, in years to come, we're going to look back and go, that was the right choice getting him there. And now we're going to, you know, build around stuff. And it's going to be like, um, you know, Joe Borovis, Kenny Pickett, hopefully for the next, I don't know, 10 years. And we beat him every time. Right. So it's, um, no, and Brian Brown brings up a good point. You can't judge how good someone is or isn't going to be from one season. But know. for me, it's not the touchdowns and interceptions with Kenny Pickett. It's the, I'm going to win against all odds. I'm going to go out when it's, win- we have to win yeah, basically man. every game. I'm going to win when it's Franco, Franco Harris has passed away. I'm going to win on Christmas Eve. I like, I, I just, it's the, it's the rest of it that I like. I'm going to, I don't. I'm the same human being, whether we win or we lose. I'm calm and collected. He's very confident. Like, very confident. Even the way the team talks about the shift in terms of when he was the starter, he was when he wasn't the starter. He was respectful to Trubisky about making it his team. He got to come in and be a big ego player out of college. Like I should be this. I should be that. I'm the number one draft pick. Blah blah. Oh, I like this that. guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. He didn't do that. But then when it was his team. They said he did take the leadership role. So his temperament is really good. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and for the audio guys, that was me doing the money Manziel uh, money sign. Uh, he didn't have, doesn't have that ego. I, I like his confidence, man. I think he's got He's Now, this is the second year. is going to be fun. And if you want to focus on something, it's focus on Kenny Pickett and focus on his development too, just to see what happens there. Ken Boyle, hard to judge a QB under Mutt Planeter. <laughs> yeah, man, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm excited just to, just to know that we have our quarterback number one, to be honest. Uh, well, that's the thing. Let's think about a year ago. We all knew that like, this was the big question. What are they going to do at quarterback? And then they signed Jabitsky in free agency. And, you know, we all had our hopes, but it was like, mm-hmm. he kind of, I don't know. I kind of felt like I wanted to be positive, but then part of me was like, I don't think this is going to work. Like I did yeah, use the best free agent. So you had to be hyped. They got the best free agent available, but it's not like he was the player. Um, he ne- he, he never felt like a stealer, right, did he? Because I was like, kind of like, oh, I know what he did yeah. with the Bears wasn't the best, and I was like, okay, we'll give him a chance. We know he's going to start. Let's have it. Let's have it. Let's have a crack. I do see we- where it comes. Like, I mean, I thought it was a dumb narrative of I should have taken more to think about where I wanted to go. Okay, like that's on you, but I do. Yeah, it's 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 funny how things worked out. They got the best free agent and they got the most highly rated quarterback in the draft, right? And it played out the way it played out. But if they hadn't have got one of those things, how we would view this whole thing would be a little bit different as well. Like, it's kind of like we got the 2020 vision. Do you know what I mean? Like, they went and got the best free agent quarterback. They went and got the um, – I'm doing this very visually now for the, on the auto side. But that you have one part of the 2020 vision on one eye that's, you know, free agency. The other 2020 vision on the other eye is the um, drafting Kenny Pickett. But you take one of those things away and how we view the situation would be a very different thing. Like, should they have gone the free agent or should they have imagine if they'd got the, you know, Kenny Pickett instead? So I would Kenny Pickett have been as good in another, in another team? Who knows with Canada and all the rest of it? So like, I just, it's an interesting situation. But at the end of the day, the Steelers did everything they could do and put themselves in a position to be successful. And we walked away in a retool, rebuild year, whatever you want to call it, nine wins, right? And And this is... They need to do the same thing this year. What are we going to do? But I do, 
I'm hesitant about spending loads of money in free agency because I think unless it's re-signing some like your Terrell Edmonds, your, your Spillane, your Suttons, extending other people's contracts because I think keeping the best talent that we've got on this team is important. And I, then I think building that and getting younger. So I'm starting to lean to more the draft is how the Pittsburgh Steelers will get successful this year. It's not free agency. Like go get one really good free agent and a couple of depth pieces that if you cut, they're not a huge cap hit. So if they don't work out or you do get to draft the prospect in their position in the draft, you're like, cool. But I I worry about the narrative of the Steelers over-investing in free agency. I think that would be a mistake. Yeah, well, they, they, they never do anyway. So I think we should be fine on that front. They, they never see the big, big friend signing. It'd be cool to see. It'd be breaking news. Well, but- I mean, we've done things like, you know, your Ladarius Greens and we did... um. Uh, who was that cornerback that we had? I'm only a mental blank that's done nothing in the league. Cornerback? The cornerback that went to the Chiefs, that came from the Chiefs. Oh, Nelson. Nelson, that's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Steven Nelson. Yeah. I don't think he wanted to be there either. I think he just kind of signed and then was like a one year and then was out. So see you later. I, I thought that was really weird. I think, I think, well, he had massive tickets on himself. And then I think when yeah. the Steelers were like, we're not paying you this. Like, we just, <laughs> we, you know, we already paid you heaps. Like, come, like you weren't that good a player of the Chiefs. Yeah, he's over at the, he's wearing an Eagles jersey. <laughs> not over the cap, but he's at the Texans. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, playing, he's, he's playing for the Texans now. now. He should have taken the deal of the Steelers. He's made nothing wow. since, man. He should have taken the deal of the Steelers. Is he with the Texans now, is he? He's with the Texans. Oh, okay. 2021, he was with the Eagles. That's right. Yeah, because that's where he went after. He should have taken the deal the Steelers offered him. My God, that's a mistake. It's a lot of plays that, like you know, even like Le'Veon Bell stuff. The season end, they end right after the Steelers. Like they, it's I know the money's the money, but like stick around oh. with familiarity, man. Oh, you gone, Maddie? If you're gone, we're going to end it. <laughs> we'll give you a few moments if you're gone, guys. Thank you for checking out. Uh, what are we now? Are you here? Okay, you're not nah, here. You're yeah. Here. Oh, right. my God. <laughs> this internet's killing me today, man. It's just like, it's absolutely. Oh, we, we, we're going to end it soon anyway. Yeah, we gotta, we, we got to close it down. Um, oh. But it's interesting. Like, Ken Ball's talking about Joey Porter. I'm just going to say it now. I'm a big fan of Christian Gonzalez. I, I think he's the best cornerback in the draft. If he's available, you get you pick him every every week. Yeah, um, speedy, speedy Gonzalez. But yeah, cutting William Jackson, great one brings that up. That's $12 million. That literally like brings you back Terrell and Spillane um, or brings you back Ogan Joby and Spillane. I think you do that. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, Young Woodburn says, sorry to see you guys leaving SCN. Loved you guys. Well, we're, well, we're not going, like you're still going to get shows, right? Like you literally can search at in YouTube at Steelers Touchdown Under. You can go to, on the audio side, you can go to Spotify um, and Apple and look at Steelers TDU. We have an episode that Mark and I did yesterday on the top five positional needs for the Steelers in the draft. That literally after the show finishes, we're going to do the finish the producing of that um, and it will be up. So, you know, go like, subscribe, hit the bell icon there. Stay with Steel, Steel Curtain Network though. Like there's like some awesome podcasters and, and shows and takes on this on this network. Like, and we're very thankful to this network. This is more about Mark and I just giving it our own, giving it our own go. Um, it made sense, particularly with the timing. Um, we will apologize. There's, I can assure you that there's no audio, <laughs> there's no parking or internet issues in the, the, in the show that's going to go live on that one. But um, 
yeah, look, it is a mark for us. Like it's, you know, it was what that saying bittersweet kind of thing. Um, we've loved being on the Steel Cut Network. They brought um, this show together, Mark and I, I think if anyone's been listening to us for the two years, they've, I think we're certainly or almost three now, certainly developed and, and we've learned a lot. Um, and we wouldn't be able to do the going out on our own without, you know, the, the support and the lessons and the advice and the, well, you know, the chance that Steel Curtain Network gave us. It, 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 all, it all started with behind the, uh, behind Steel Curtain now, Steel Curtain Network, right? So yeah, there is a link in the chat, guys. If you want to click that link to our to our YouTube channel, um, but that's how started- we got linked up. Actually, I think we were talking in the live chat as two Aussies. I think go. that's how we. I'm pretty sure that's how we started messaging each other. Uh, and then, and then I got a, I had a few sherbets and then got drunk and was like, "Let's do it." You know, that's where yeah. that's where it was that was a big so- that was a big weekend. That was a big weekend that weekend. We recorded the first show. I proposed <laughs> to my fiance. Like that was a, that was a big weekend. There was a lot going on. I was really hungover the next day. It was great. Um, uh, but no, like it's uh, it, it all started there. But yeah, we we're typically we're, we're undrafted free agents now. We're free agents again. But now we've got a new show. So yeah, it, it is in the chat. If you want to click that link, it's up to you guys. But uh, we'll be doing this, the same name on YouTube, and we have had a lot of fun here. And I, I know next week's going to be a really good show too. Our last show on the uh, Steel Curtain Network. Um, yep. but they have big plans too. This is not going away. Yeah, this Still- is not going away. It's going rolling. Away. I know that the team. I know that the the team got together during the week to talk about what's happening. So. Um, yep. Yeah, it's exciting. For, it, it, the thing is, uh, and particularly with us leaving, and you know, you get all my War Room content as well on that new on that new channel too. So if you're on the audio side and you listen to War Room, or if you're listening live right now and you listen to War Room as well, um, even if you just do it in the lead up to draft and free agency because it's super more super relevant there, it's the rookie report in season. Um, you know, it's more content for you guys. <laughs> you guys are the ones that benefit out of this, right? Like, you know, as the listeners, so. Um, but we're excited. There's a really cool community. There's some really loyal audio fans we have. And I know because they email me at aussiesteeler91 at gmail.com. Always feel free to email us with show ideas, all the rest of it. Um, but there's also a really, really loyal group that are here on a Friday night. You know, J Devil, Brian Brown, Steeler Girl 808, Jennifer Caruso, like um, Mark Malone. You know, I, I'm going to miss names like George, just me. Um, you know, there's, there's all the great ones been, you know, I, I, in recent times as well has always been in there. So like, and there's people that probably stream this show, or I know that stream this show that now can't be in the live chat. They might be at work. They might be driving whatever, like, and you know, I know because we can see how many people are in the live chat and we can also see it after the show, how many people have viewed the episode. So from our perspective, you know, we love it all. And, and, and this is the thing you're not going to, not everyone can listen to everything live. Like people listen to things. There's well, a lot of YouTube that I have during the week that I save for the weekend and then I put it on the background and I listen to it all. So it's kind of funny because we can see the numbers go up and down. So when I see it go to 35 and then go all the way down to 28, I'm like, did I say something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> did Kathy say she's driving? Yeah, there you go. What's what's Kathy's icon where we're in? <laughs> I love that. Wow. That is the nice. best, Kathy. That is the best. That is the best image. Oh, the old George yeah. Pickens. Well, Young Woodburning says I listen to every show on Spotify. Friday's the only day I can catch it live since. Exactly. So that's why go. we're getting Spotify. Spotify's my platform of choice. I know a lot of BTSC listeners um, on the audio side or Steel Curtain Network listeners um, uh, are on Apple. But the first thing we set up was the Spotify Young Woodburning after the uh, after the. Uh, YouTube because yeah I'm on Spotify as well. I, I think podcasts are easier to listen to there. You can manage it a bit better, but you know people like their Apple stuff. So if you like Apple, you like Apple. Um, and yeah, let's see. I was thinking Young Burning. I think said um, 
maybe we'll see you guys in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm hoping to make it there this year. I'm hoping to make it there. J- Jen says here, on my other one, my still Oz, I did a live stream the other day. My live stream went from 28 viewers to like 447. I think I hit, I hit some like weird algorithm. And yeah, Jen's right. like 800, 840 people in this stream. Like it was crazy. I think because I was streaming the game, uh, the Super, Super Bowl, right? And I think people thought it was a real one and they maybe they were watching the game illegally and the next minute, boom, to the moon. It was crazy. I got, I got cursed a lot. A lot of people called me an idiot. It was crazy. That's it. Um, Mick <laughs> the dog, he says, I was trying to get He said earlier he would be like, he wouldn't go in and say anything <laughs> silly. He's like, I was trying to keep my mouth shut. Just can't do it. Go to the Browns. Fair enough. No, Mick. No, and look, look this is the other thing, especially in our new channel. Like, we are happy to get any different like fans across. Um, I always like my favorite one for the Brown for Browns fans is like, were you happy with the deal you guys gave in Joku? Right. Like, because that's, it's massive tight end money. It means that we're going to have to probably pay for him with more money. I just was surprised with what in Joku got like, and this is the thing is like, a, it is all one league. Um, but yeah, as CD says, the Browns going to be the Browns. Some of our network like to say, if it's Brown, flush it down, but it's all in good jest. Like it's the league. Um, but, but yeah, but with that, I think we'll close out the show. Um, thank you for listening. <laughs> and as always, Mark, go Steelers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.